Last time on Chronicles of the Omen, a ballsy ballista, a blazing battle bear, an unlikely alliance, and a knight of R&R. Oh my, let's continue. Alright, I just hit record another once again cold open. Here we are, episode 3 or 4, whichever, let's roll. Alright, so last week you all stopped at the Murky Mutes Tavern. You encountered Jesse Shivers, I believe his name was. He was a bounty hunter that was looking for aloe specifically as well as the people that Aloe was with. Through a little bit of negotiation with a very young zonal sorcerer, um, Mist was able, Ferris was able to get your guys' names temporarily for now, scrubbed off all those lists, so nobody's coming after you at the moment. However, right near the end, you guys battled in Azur with a flaming bear and a flaming tiger, and after some negotiations, you learned that he was being held hostage in a nearby city where a bunch of Azurs were kind of being forced to build sending stones, they weren't allowed to go back home to the elemental plane of fire, and so Savinus sort of volunteered you guys to go help out. So I have down, you all opted to stay at the Murky Tavern Mute, so you all had your long rest, you should all be tipped off, tipped off, good to go here. And we are just going to pick up with you guys outside of the city walls. So as a quick refresher for this city, because I know it's been a week, this city is made of homes that are, in our standards, they're about two stories tall. Uh, they're made out of dark oak wood, and they're made out of any stone in the buildings is made out of a very dark, almost, not basalt, but a very dark gray stone. I, I can't tell you what kind of stone. And then their roofs are ornamental green tiles that overlap on each other. So every square you see in this city is going to be, which is also not the entire city, keep in mind. Um, just what I drew here, but each of these buildings has that sort of green roof dark look to it And it's all fucking flooded <laughs> right now just to get into it It's been raining here for a while as you can see on the table the listeners don't see it But there's rain on the table and all of these little blue circles that you'll see all over town Those are puddles and the puddles are growing, you know As in when you leave here if you're here long enough, you'll see the puddles way bigger on your way out but you guys are on the outside of the city, so it is raining at the moment. You're slightly obscured, and uh, yeah, you guys can sort of plan how you want to approach this city here. You can see the front entrance here from where you are further back into the woods. And as of right now, you've just seen these two sort of normal-looking guards that are stationed at the entrance. They don't look like Fire Clan, so... So that's what I'll give you, and you guys can go ahead and strategize how you want to go about this first and foremost tanto just crushes up the mm -hmm. um powder mm -hmm. obviously of course setting up some psychic whispers <laughs> for oh, yes. collusion collusion okay i uh -huh. like it for six hours cool okay well there you go perfect so pretty much your full day here beautiful mm-hmm now, I did tell Tanto, I guess I'll interrupt again before I let you plan. I did tell Tanto he stole two items last week from two different people. And so I wanted to tell him at the top of the <laughs> top of the episode what he got. So one of the items that you stole last week is going to be a potion of supreme healing, which for your guys' level would pretty much heal half if wow. not full. So you've got one of those that you can put in your inventory. And then another item that you took, this is the one that I'm definitely specifying came off of Jesse. It is the Ring of Fire Elemental Command. 
So you have advantage on attack rolls against elementals from the fire plane. They have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. I'll send you the screenshot of that item, but you could probably find it in D&D Beyond as well. But those are the two items that Tanto got last week. So now you've got all your cards on the table. All right. <laughs> all right. Have at it. What are you thinking, Spencer? Let's start with you. Um, so we're approaching the gate, right? Right. I imagine you guys um, have come to a sort of halt, uh, you know, a bit away from the city to plan things yeah. out. I guess uh, I would just turn to the party and be like, do we just want to try waltzing in? Or should we sneak in? I don't know much about this city. So you try trying to remember what we were told about the city. Were we told that it was um, kind of like a, a mostly ruined city? Yeah, that they were the just kind of, they're of kind of being occupied at the moment. Yeah, they are definitely being occupied. The city Aradia is a very nice city. As I said, it's, it's got really nice people that live here. It's honestly a great place to call home. But the issue they're having is that the Fire Clan has pretty much commandeered the inner sort of castle in the center of the city, which is where this whole map leads to, for the record, on the right side. So, oh. you, right. <laughs> right. So, by default, the city itself isn't bad, but you just be probably cautious because of the fire clan somewhere nearby. I think, uh, I mean, at least for getting in the uh, in the walls, we shouldn't have that much trouble. But I would recommend that maybe um, you keep yourself fairly hidden uh, on the inside of, of the cartello. There's already apparently a few people looking for you. Well, we sent him the other way. Yeah, yeah. Jesse's gone, but he's he's probably so. talking more of the other bounty hunters. Probably. And the other fire clan, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Specifically, the one that you apparently have a grudge with. Oh, Craven. <laughs> and also, as a quick reminder, yeah. Craven. Ferris is also mad at Craven because he's the one that yes. made the joke about raising down. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so you got a little anger coming into the city, knowing that Craven's causing shit here. And our uh, our fire elemental friend, the Azur, he did say that Craven, like when Craven, he, Craven passed by, that he was somehow involved. Yeah. Uh, with their them specifically yeah yeah so i guess i will stay in the carriage kind of with my hood cloaked over okay that green hood that i got from the first town <laughs> yeah cernan <laughs> okay perfect yep. <laughs> uh so you're in so the you can yep. you can you know keep in contact with any of us oh yeah uh thanks to tanto um, yeah, we should probably try to find a place to keep our cart before wandering further into the city. Uh, once we get in there, um, I guess Tanto uh, would be the one to step out okay. and approach. Sure. Um, making like a, a a very big gesture of like he is unarmed, uh -huh. raising both hands, you know, showing no weapons, all that. Okay, and are While you... approaching... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, approach. I'll, I will approach the gates. Beautiful. 
Yeah, you walk up towards the gates, and as you do, it's like your feet just sink into the mud beneath you. As you as the closer you get to the gates of the city, it just gets muddier and muddier. And so you're like, I, I don't know. I gotta ask, how much care do you put into your out like your clothes, your your armor? Um, they're probably more akin to like uh they're fit for exploring caves. Okay. So I don't know how they fare in like um you know, in muddy terrain. I got However, uh-huh. Okay. Yep. As a earth genasi, <laughs> yes. I am <laughs> I can move across difficult terrain on the ground or a floor without using extra movement. Perfect. Yeah, then that is absolutely de- at definitely home in comes in handy here as you're just <laughs> slopping your way across this path to them with just your hands up in the air. Just your tiny throat. So well probably like they're uncomfortable with how dirty their clothes are getting with the mud. It's more of like this is no problem. Yeah. Okay. So you approach, as you do, you see this raised wall in front of you, and both of the guards turn their, you know, they watched you as you walked up from the woods. And one of them is going to kind of run down over the archway that leads into the city, and he's just going to kind of post up with a little spear at his side. And he just says, Who who are you? What are you travelers? We are seeking to enter. Maybe stay one or two days, and then we will leave. Oh. Oh, well, okay. And he's going to reach into one of his little, he's got a satchel on his side, a, a blue satchel. And he's going to pull out a small paper that immediately starts getting rained on as he's trying to read it before it gets destroyed. He says, uh, do, you, do you have any plans to support local businesses? Uh, I just, <laughs> like... I just take out a small pouch of, of my coins and Ooh. then just Ooh, baby. like make make the sound jingle it. Ching, ching, yeah. Ching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 okay. And he's going to kind of crinkle this wet wadded piece of paper parchment back up and just kind of cram it back into his satchel. And he says, okay, is it just you or do you have more? There are others in the wagon. Oh, 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 great. Oh, okay, okay. And he's going to kind of disappear over the wall for a moment. And then a second or two later, you see him on the other side of this entrance, and he's got these big old boots on, and just walks out into the terrain with you, kind of standing under the archway here so it's not getting rained on. And he says, And, and what, what, what kind of money do they have, if you don't mind me asking? More than me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And he's going to, like, look over your shoulder. I'll do a perception check for him. Because you're not really hiding the carriage or anything. Nah. Can't really hide the carriage. (laughs) Oh, boy. He he tries to look out there. He is very, I believe the term is nearsighted. Um, He can't see anything (laughs) past Tanto. So he's going to instead try a deception of just trying to lie and say he saw the part. Wow! Okay! <laughs> what a flip on that one! Uh, yeah. So he fails his perception. He only sees you, Tanto. However, he is a master at fibbing. So he says, oh, yes, uh-huh. I, I see them back there. Is that a uh, centaur? I see your eyes have adapted and oh, yes, are yeah. very keen. Oh, yes, yes, very keen, very keen indeed. He's going to just roll the paper up, put it back in his bag with the other wet one. He says, oh, okay, well, come on. Come on in here and get out of the rain. 
He's just gonna move over to the side, kind of lift a lever that's on one of the side walls. What up, Trevor? And then a moment or two later, this like half-closed gate that he was standing under is just gonna raise fully for the carriage. And considering who, who's left to be in the carriage, Ferris would probably be at the front. Sure. Uh, since I don't, I don't know how it would work with uh, Savinus. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Savinus ever gets. So he in probably a walks cart. beside. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, I'm outside the carriage. So, <laughs> no, I know you're not loaded in, but now I have to instinctively ask you: How is Savinus reacting to the mud that's getting into his hoofs right now? Well, he's not a fan, but he does have state-of-the-art horseshoes, of oh, course. Sure, sure. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Okay, are you all just moving in once Tanto kind of Slowly, clears the yeah. gate? Sure. All right, and I'll go with Farah. I'll do Tanto. Tanto, can I get a perception check from you as you cross a into the threshold of this place? A 10. A 10, about average. Sure, so you notice... Pretty much instantaneously, once you cross through that first gate of Oradia, that a lot of the trees on the inside of this city have been chopped down or they're just dead. So that's one of the first things your character notices, aside from obviously the mud that's not a big deal to him. He, he looks around and just sees a ton of tree stumps. And it's not like they chopped down these houses and built a bunch of homes in that spot. They just chopped down the trees and it just looks like a mess. So picture like a lumber yard, sort of, in like an like a rainforest, as sad as that is to say. Picture a lumber yard in a rainforest, just kind of flooded with water. Oh, and that's that's what these areas uh. over here are like. Um, but as you cross over the threshold, a slightly familiar voice comes from your left. Hello there. Is, it, is, is that you? A small azure calls out to you. I'm sorry, and you are. Oh, 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 don't, don't play that. Oh no, that's too close to the guard. Don't, don't play that game. I'm, I'm Lurvin. You remember me? I was, I helped you with the. Well, I, I, I didn't help you with the flaming animals, but I, I stopped it. <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm glad you showed up to help. <laughs> and Tanto may not even remember this guy. You can RP it how you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Tanto knows, but like with the presence uh, of others in the in the vicinity, sure. it's like sort of like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Don't talk oh, to me. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, are, you, are you trying to be secretive? And he like looks up over his shoulders towards these guards. <laughs> and one of the guards is definitely not paying any attention. But one of them is kind of like hanging out by the side. And he's just like, oh, how's it going down there? Secretive. I'm not quite sure what you're referring to, but I don't appreciate you hassling me with my good-earned money. Uh, I, I, I kind of confused at you responding by that. He's not the most intelligent. He just says, "I, I, I I'm sorry. I thought we were, we thought we were uh, friends, you know. But I see we were wrong." And he's gonna kind of give a look up towards the guard, and at that point, the guard just kind of walks away from that. And then Lurvin just kind of trails alongside Tanto as you continue walking further into the city. And jumping back here with yeah. Ferris. Oh, sorry, do you have something, Tanto? No, 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 okay. that's it. All right, and then Ferris, Savinus, and Aloe, you are all able to just, without any issues, just pass underneath the door, the gate here. However, Ferris, 
As the gate, as the carriage comes out the other side, the guard that you've previously seen already with his terrible vision is going to peek his head back over and say, oh, by, by, by the way, we got to inspect your wagon. I, I don't really want to, but I have to. I'm sorry. He just starts making his uh, way down a staircase. Go there ahead. Is not, there is not much to find, but I think uh, one of my companions is sleeping, so... Do your best not to wake him. Oh, no, and get I... a bit uh, angry if Spencer, he is. are you still... Uh, I know it's... I don't know the exact timing on your disguise self. How long is that? Oh, it's one hour, uh, so that would have expired. One hour, so... Yeah, it's past. Okay. So are you... I gotta ask, can, are you... can do that, yeah. Are you fake again, or do you look like you normally do? I would look like I normally do, okay. but after hearing uh, sleeping yeah, companions... He's like being... He's going to... He's being like especially like loud and vocal so yes. it is very clear sure. what is going on sure, sure. after he does that uh al is going to retreat into his shell <laughs> okay is that... like he's asleep. or just turns into a pile of cloaks and blankets oh, yeah that's funny so effectively this carriage is just full of all of your guys supplies and a turtle shell okay uh, yeah. a, a, a bundle <laughs> yeah a bundled up bound of something i love it well the guard is going to move up to this and he is gonna just kind of very cautiously very carefully just kind of lift the flap to look into the cart i'll just do a perception i'll give him disadvantage as well because we've established he just has terrible eyesight says so 16 was his first <laughs> five all right you're in luck good thing the blind guard is the one checking for contraband so he just kind of lifts up the tarp and spencer you hear the tarp like flutter up in the rain hitting on the tarp as he was looking in he's like oh oh this is some you got some good stuff in here oh is that a turtle shell and he like pokes his head out and looks around at you guys are you yes we're we're turtle maybe hunters. maybe thinking of selling it yeah, yeah. turtle hunters Oh, I They're a wily just, folk. just in their head they hear what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 of course that's funny. Oh, I I see. It looks like he was a looks like it was a fat ass turtle you captured there. I mean I haven't seen a shell that big in some time. <laughs> oh, All you've right. got to go to the swamp, sir. Oh, I know, I know. Well, if it keeps raining like this, we're gonna be living in one soon enough. <laughs> 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 just starts walking back up the staircase back towards his ladder. He just says, you you boys have fun, and make sure you shop local, and also, don't go into the center of the city. I just don't, don't, you seem like good people. Just don't bother going there. And he just walks away. And you guys are free to roam so i've got i've got npcs loaded up all over the city i've got houses set up everywhere i've got random encounters it's up to you guys so mm -hmm. whatever you would like to do uh i would say like as we're as as we're like coming into the the city proper what's kind of like the state of the buildings themselves yeah. we know like the the area around's kind of a little trashy a little uh, a little, you know, just Run down. torn down and yeah. kind of left, left to sit. But how, how's like the building and everything? Yeah, the buildings themselves, they look fine. I mean, it's, uh, it's very nice looking buildings. They're all well kept. It's not like anything is falling apart from all these buildings. Whenever you're walking in, it seems like they take pretty good care of their city. They just can't stop the fucking rain. <laughs> it's their main problem right now. <laughs> um, 
And so there's, you see many people, everyone seems to be pretty happy walking around. You know, some people kind of have their heads down, tucked over. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on. The For most part, this city is actually in a great condition. It's just the closer to the castle you get is the more run down things will be. But as of right now, it's honestly probably a pretty nice scene aside from all the mud and you know, chopped down trees off to the sides of this place. And then even then there's like NPCs like we'll say this guy is standing on the side of the road and he's just sort of talking to this little machine thing made of wood on the edge of the road. And he's like, uh, Informatron, when's the rain gonna stop? And then you hear like a little <laughs> beep, 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 and it says, not today. And he just, oh, damn it, and just walks back towards his house. <laughs> All right, you guys can start interrogating people, or you can go gung-ho right to the center. What are you thinking? Uh, Tanto just goes up to the Informatron. Yeah. So you step up to it. It turns towards you. Its full attention is upon you. Its little eyes kind of light up a little bit, and it just says, Hello, I'm Informatron. Where is the nearest night market? The nearest night market is over there. And he raises up one of his little wooden hands and points a finger off in this direction. Is there anything else Informatron can help you with today? That'll be all. Thank you. That will be one silver. <laughs> and you notice now there's a small coin slot in the center of its chest. <laughs> And it's kind of puffing its chest up towards you to, to put the coin in. Damn it. Okay. One silver. Oh, thank you. And it does like a little waddle back and forth and spins in a circle and then just cements itself back down. And then just resets its eyes, click off, and then it's just idle again. Yeah. Uh, the others probably noticed Tanto just given the, the, the Informatron the stink eye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure, sure. Uh, Savinus, can Stand. I get a perception from you as you're walking into the city? Oh, anytime. Oh, oh. Hold this up. What'd you get on your perception? Low on battery. Uh, Savinus is loading. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, I just don't want to make sure I didn't miss it there. He's, he's a bit of a slow fella. Give oh, him a sec. Oh, of course, of course. You're you're currently trying to get some of the mud out of your shoes. You're like, I'll look around here in just a minute. I got to kind of clean this up a little bit. Exactly. It's, it's annoying having all the mud in your shoes. Exactly. You, you wouldn't know. You're not a horse. <laughs> We're looking at a 21, though. So <laughs> with my mind clear from the mud cleaning, <laughs> I am quite the first. I am quite the perceptive fellow. Yeah, you are. The first thing that catches your eye when you walk in, it's not all these dead trees and mud puddles and horrible road quality that you're standing in. No, the first thing that catches your eye, aside from this burp I'm about to... Oh, excuse me. Oh, the first... Oh, there's a second one. The first thing that catches your eye is a very out-of-place vulture that's sitting on one of these dead trees right near the entrance of the city. And with a 21 perception, you're, you notice this thing is, like, vividly watching all of you. So it, you see it, like, follow Tanto as he walks away from the Informatron. And then it, like, cranks its head back and locks eyes with you. Well, that seems interesting. I'm going to trot on over to it. Okay. And it is up in the tree for reference. Okay. Are you trying to talk to this thing? Yeah, I'll look up in the tree and I'll just sort of, like, 
wave with one hand and see if it replies in any human way. <laughs> Give me a charisma roll. That's funny. <laughs> trying to oh make boy. friendship with a bird. Hey, some birds are very intelligent. I know, I know. 13. A 13. You kind of give like a, hey, up to the bird. And to your surprise, the bird raises its head back like a sup sort of motion. But it, it obviously it doesn't speak, but it, it arcs its head back to you. Like, what's up? Just, ah! I know that's a crow, but forgive me. I'm going to go with That was it. a really good bird noise. Thank you, thank you. I don't really exactly know crow. what vultures sound like. I don't either. I think it's just a screech. Probably. Oh, <laughs> my neighbors just called the cops. Okay. Okay, you've got a head nod from your little bird character, and also Ferris and Aloe. Feel free to move yourselves forward as you need to. For mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, what does one say to a bird upon getting a head nod? <laughs> Good question. Yeah, he would just probably what? be taking it. Low. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick out my arm and uh, oh, <laughs> nod my head to it. See if it wants to come down. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, hold on. Two. I'm gonna try to freaking perch. Ooh, it comes down. It it actually kind of <laughs> comes flying down from this dead tree, and you realize that the branch. This thing is heavy, and so when it gets off the branch, the branch bounces back up from the difference in weight coming off of it. And you can see some of the smaller twigs snap off the tree. And then this giant vulture is gonna come down and try and land on your arm. However, it is massive. And do you have arm guards? I have a chain mail. I don't know if that, it comes with arm guards. Uh, we'll just go by your picture. We'll say you've got some sort of like uh, forearm guards that are Maybe All not right. made out of chainmail, but some sort of leather Bracers. feature. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Bracer. Yeah. So the giant vulture tries to land on your bracer, but the moment it starts to curl its claws around your bracer, you can see it just start cutting into the leather. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I sort of wave my arm and go, maybe you should hop onto the back instead. It's a bit more suited to riders. <laughs> And it's going to just jump up over your shoulders and just kind of land on the on your butt, effectively, on the back side <laughs> of you there. And it's just sitting on your back. And at this point, Ferris is like walking by slowly with the cart here. And he just looks over and he just sees this giant vulture just cock its head sideways looking at him, standing on Savinus's back. I feel like he'd be like very, he'd have seen vultures in the past having lived over in the deserts for a bit, but it's like, like he looks at the the, the vulture, at Savinus, and then around there was like, what is that doing here? <laughs> Animals understand each other. What the can vulture, I say? as you ask, what is it doing here? It just looks at you and goes, ah! uh, yeah, that, mm -hmm. uh, and. I say mentally um, connect with Aloe. Mm -hmm. Say uh, Ludvin is at the back of the cart if you want to look uh, out and say anything to him. Hmm. Okay. Then I'll just get up and just kind of like stick my head out the back of the cart. Sure. So you just kind of pop out of your, your shell a bit and kind of shimmy out the back. And standing mm -hmm. right there at the back of the cart, awkwardly creeping along, waiting for his moment to talk with you guys. 
is Lurdvin, which is that Azurd that you met last week. And he, uh, he's, he doesn't have any active flames on him right now, just because it is pouring outside. So he's just got, like, wet brown hair that's just, like, a flattened mop on his head, effectively. And he's like, oh, 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 it's, uh, hi there, hi there. And he, like, waves his hand at you, Spencer. Hey. Uh, can, 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 can I come in there? It, 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 it's it's kind of cold out here. Ah, sure. Oh, thank you, thank you. And he just kind of crawls into the wagon. I don't know what kind of stuff you guys would have in this wagon. I imagine, I know Spencer made a comment about making it a battle wagon eventually. Um, <laughs> so like, we could say that this is like an actual wagon that Spencer had or something that you guys just had access to. But it's just full of the most random adventuring gear. Like anything your character wouldn't need to carry on them continuously, you probably just throw into your cart and then be like, all right, I gotta load it back up sort of situation. So he just crawls yeah. in and just kind of tries to be oh, careful yeah. to step over all of your guys' stuff and then just sits down in the wagon and just looking at Aloe. And he's like, uh, thanks for coming. Mighty cold out there. Hmm. As it would be. So, so, so what's, your, what's your plan to k k kill Craven, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> plan is to destruct their facilities and set you guys free from what gust right yeah 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 that's good he's like shivering a little bit still he says but but my my wife am i am i gonna get to see my wife yeah if we can send you back well oh oh you're gonna send me back i, I thought i was gonna be your guys' friend he's like finishing well, drying himself off at this point well, aren't, isn't your wife in the elemental plane? I mean, she's cool. She's cool. I, I, I could bring her, you know? I could bring her here. We could, we could, right. we could help you guys. Yeah. Cool, cool. Whatever you do sweet, after bro. we set you free is up to you. Sweet, man. Sweet. Thank you. He just kind of nods his head. And then he just pulls up a, like a like a blue cloak that he just kind of keeps over his head to keep warm. And then just kind of snuggles back in between all of your guys' stuff in the back of the cart. <laughs> Yeah, then I'm just going to mentally communicate with Ferris like we should find an inn and park the wagon uh, yeah some place uh, some sort of inn or stable house that will definitely be something I'll be keeping an eye out as we're moving along sure sure alright and Savinus are you going to stay here with this bird or are you walking with the bird on your back Oh, uh, the bird's coming with. <laughs> oh, you bet. You bet the bird is. And then just a quick reminder, uh, Aloe has a weasel that is in the back of the wagon. And then just so you guys oh, know, no. I made this tile for Spencer. So instead of a small Aloe, you press one, two, or three. And then you got your different, he's got his different little. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I just have that on standby here. So not actually there. Yeah. Not actually there. Aloe, let's keep the uh, weasel away from the giant vulture. <laughs> <laughs> you say through your. That would probably be a good idea. Yeah. In fact, I think I think I don't think the weasel's there. I think it's in the whatever the pocket dimension inside of the the tome. What? Okay, back up. What? 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 <laughs> pocket dimension. The, the, the familiar comes oh, from the tome. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, since thank it's you. a fine it's familiar. It's not an thing. actual. Like, I forgot it's completely. Not a weasel. Yeah. 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 That's on me. I completely forgot it wasn't a real physical weasel. That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, Ferris, could I get a perception as you kind of continue moving into the city as well? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Perception. 
was almost a one. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> There's a one in it. Yeah, I, right before you kind of leave the earshot of this first house off to your side, you see a couple people just come out the front of the building, and they all seem pretty stressed out with each other. And the only thing you can really hear is, That damn fire clan! And then it's just back to just, burr, 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 Them talking to each other. And then you uh, can move uh, in if you'd like. <laughs> definitely be like that. That, like, peak to interest moment. Yeah. But if they for, for the moment, he's not going to comment yeah. on yeah, that. Yeah, no problem. So you guys just to get all of these tokens without grabbing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, the Informatron <laughs> is locked down, so you're okay. He doesn't need Yeah. Uh, let's do a quick jump uh, over to Tanto. I know, Tanto, you kind of pushed ahead a little bit there. Uh, what are you aiming uh -huh. for? Are you going for that night market sort of situation? Yes, sir. All right, beautiful. Now, as you go further into the city, you kind of move off towards the right side, sort of south is where that would be in correlation to the actual city here. And you notice that uh -huh. there is, there's like a giant lake that's just formed in the center of the town here. And that it's not supposed to be there. You can see there is path that kind of disappears into the puddle. You can see there's like the edge of benches that are like poking up through the water. And so you can see it's just a mess. And so you're just, you know, taking your time, moving around, stepping over all the mud without any any sort of problem. And you come up to the first little building here. And when was the last time I got a perception? Give me a perception. Let's do it. Okay. I'll tell you how you tell you about the building. Seventeen. Seventeen. Beautiful. So you come up to the building and it doesn't initially seem like a night market to you like there's really nobody outside it honestly looks like half the building is sunken in a puddle as you're walking up to it but as you as you kind of wonder is this actually the night market somebody is going to open the door and just kind of usher you in and just say it, it's I'm, I'm sorry about the entrance it's it's quite a mess nowadays feel free to come in this this is a market and then she's gonna kind of hold the door open kind of looking at you there Okay. Um, I guess as I move in closer, I begin to like wipe the the, the shoes with mud so as to not like dirty up the interior. Oh sure, sure. Oh that's thoughtful. And then like guy. <laughs> yeah, you step through and that water at this point is probably it's definitely gonna be over your feet. It's probably like six inches of water. So your feet definitely sink into the water and then you just kind of like slosh your feet up and out until you get to the steps. And then you just, you know, uh -huh. spend a moment cleaning off your shoes. But when you step into this building, it is like a whole nother world. The floor of this this night market, quote unquote, is made out of almost pristine white marble. So there's like little glowing lights in each corner of the room. We're going to say that they're, they, they shift between hues of yellow and green whenever you walk into here. And then all over this place are bookshelves full of random shit. You kind of take a moment and you identify this is like a potion sort of shelf. Over here, there's like random adventuring gear. And then there's just a couple like attendees that are taking care of some of the items as they're walking around. What uh, What are you What are you in store for? This first woman says to you. Mm, nothing in particular. Um, 
just browsing about, uh, looking for anything that catches my eye. I was also hoping to exchange goods, perhaps. Oh, oh, absolutely. I'll have to get Craig for that one. Craig, what? Customer. And then a moment or two later, you notice a, a yellow, younger tiefling kind of appear across the room behind a, a table. And then she just sits down, he just sits down there and just kind of opens up a briefcase with coins and stuff, just waiting for you to approach. All right, all right, all right. I'll be helping you out over here. Come on over. I, um, waddle that way. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird, as you kind of nervously look back for your footprints, there's no trace of footprints on this floor. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh. so, what are you in the mood for? What are you looking to sell, or trade, or exchange? Well, um, for starters, uh, I, I was... I was thinking something, um easier that might be of interest to you and i plop out the jasper oh is that a gem Opaque, correct blue black yeah it's a gemstone worth 50 gold oh wow that's that's very fine and he's going to be like do you mind if i inspect it inspect away no, good sir you. and it, uh, before you even finish talking he just swipes it off the table it has like a little one of those eye monocles that like uh you know like jewelers have and he just starts inspecting the jasper and he says ah this is a fine specimen i'll give you a, a small increase as well of what i would normally offer and he's going to give you 52 gold for that two more <laughs> and Ooh. then he kind of sets it in his briefcase with a couple other items as well all right, not too bad, not too bad. And just, like, dusts his hands off, and he's like, okay, what's next? Okay, something a bit more peculiar um, that might be harder for you as a businessman to sell. Um, and I plop down the Elemental Essence Shard. Oh, okay. Um, let me look at that. Is that in your inventory? Oh, yes, it is. Beautiful. It is, yes. Okay, okay. <clears throat> oh, this is... This is... I'm going to do a reaction roll for this, actually. Four. The moment you set it on the table, he pushes it back towards you and says, Oh, God, you're not with them, are you? And just kind of starts to cower as he shoves the gem back mm. towards you. Who? The, 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 the fire clip. You're not with them, are you? Oh, are they? We did happen to come across a... a... A fallen wagon, some dead people. Oh, um, dead? Wait, and I figured dead fire that clan? This... Yes. Oh, thank heavens! And <laughs> some of the other <laughs> tieflings in the room are like, whew, you can even hear the lady that that kind of welcomed you in across the room. She's like, praise God. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> the locals are not happy. Uh, oh, so you're, you're not with them then. And he kind of goes back to reach for the, the shard again. Then, uh, uh, you, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm slightly nervous to accept this. It seems as though the Fire Clan has a, has a way of just knowing whenever we gather these sort of items. Well, you could say that a mysterious man offered to trade you these items. The second tiefling is just kind of approach the person that you're talking to, and they like lean in and whisper in their ear. 
And then the, the, the Craig one that you're talking to gives a nod and the other tiefling walks away. He says, I, I, I think we actually could have a use for that shard. We'll, we'll take that for sure. Now, the question is, and just kind of runs their fingertips together, what are you thinking in exchange? Mm, well, gold uh, is always accepted. However, given that this is something that would be hard-pressed to price, to set a price upon, how about, what would you give me in exchange? Oh, well... I can see just from your appearance that you're quite the adventurer. You seem like a legendary adventurer, if I might even go and say such a thing. Just call back. <laughs> now, You'd be wrong. Uh, oh, I don't believe that. However, I do think we could come to an agreeable trade. You see, I have this item. And she's going to pull out a small, like a medium-sized pipe, a smoking pipe, and set it on the table in front of you. And then she's going to pull out like 25 gold as well. This here is a pipe of remembrance. Do you know what this does? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, out, uh, well. Can out. I do a check? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what would that be? Uh, whatever you think is most appropriate for that. Insight Maybe uh, Arcana? Oh, oh, say, like, history, arcane history Arcana, yeah, something yeah, do like that. Yeah, do a history for me, actually. Oh. I think that's good. They're, they're both the same. Okay, perfect, yeah. 12? Uh, 12. Uh, let's add the psionic die on that. You bet. One, the first of six. 17. Plus 517. Alright. You do understand what a pipe of remembrance is. You may have seen a couple of them around the League of Adventurers. It's something that somebody who is out of their heyday might use quite often. This is a wondrous item. It's a long, delicate wooden pipe, and effectively, whenever you smoke it, the smoke forms moving shapes that reenact your most impressive and heroic achievements for five minutes. And whenever this performance is complete, the smoke dissipates. Mm. So you see, <clears throat> my father used to smoke this pipe, and every time he did, he would show me the red dragon that he slain, and it would reappear in the living room made out of smoke. Now, unfortunately, I, I did get secondhand lung cancer, so that's that's a downer. <laughs> oh, that's um... yeah. Sorry, sorry, it's the cough. I, I, I see. Um, but I've cleaned the pipe. Is... It's it's ready. If you're willing to barter for that. Mm. Sold. Oh, great, great! And he's going to just push the pipe towards you. <laughs> uh... That in the chat uh, for you. Yeah, it's not on DD Beyond though. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just make a. I can, note I can do there. something for you, yeah, yeah. Um, and then she's going to give you that 25 gold as well for the, for the shard that you just gave her. Yep. Cool. You can take that out of your inventory whenever you're done. Uh, okay. And you notice that she like awkwardly looks towards her briefcase where you vividly see that the amount of gold in there has dwindled. She's like, uh, yeah. okay, um, so how many other, other, how many other items do you have? <laughs> well, I, I see that you are in, lacking in funds, um, oh. perhaps we could help replenish that. Oh, well, what are you thinking? Would you like to buy something? What would you suggest? Hmm, well, for a strong adventurer like yourself, we do have a couple items that might be of use to you, if you are curious. Mm -hmm. 
So she is going Curiosity to... is one of my traits. <laughs> one of your what? Traits. Oh, perfect. So she just kind of gets up and pulls out a small ring of keys and unlocks a very long box on the wall that's up behind her. And when she opens it, you can see there's a couple melee items that are like stashed in this, this locked case. And the first item that she is going to pull out and set down here on the table is a Slumbering Dragon's Wrath Lance, which does, it's a martial weapon, it's a melee weapon as well. Uh, it does a 1d12 piercing. This, this is, this was my father's weapon. You know, you that red dragon I took. I told you he beats. That this is what he used. I, I see. Out of character, it also gives you additional reach because it's a bit longer. Um, mm. And whenever you roll a twenty, uh, the creature with takes five damage of the type dealt by the dragon's fire breath. Hmm. Um. I guess Tanto just makes a um a a, a curious look and then mentally. <laughs> contacts the party <laughs> about if they would be interested in that because i can't wield that weapon sure yeah just kind i of mean a lance a lance for a centaur sounds pretty fucking good if you can use i it. was just oh, thinking yeah. that <laughs> yeah i was just thinking hmm so you just hear savinus respond like yeah. <laughs> Mount, mountain blade all in one cool yeah so yeah, there's, um, there's definitely interest, I, I think. I'm not sure. I'll, uh, I'll mentally communicate back. Uh, where, where are you? <laughs> you fucking <laughs> disappeared. Santo <laughs> uh, just lists the steps he took mm -hmm. to uh, reach. <laughs> sure, I love it. Following step by exact step. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> You're just moving through these massive puddles of a mess. Trot on over. For sure. With a freaking vulture on your back. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, the vultures. <laughs> and once I, again, as I walk, yeah. I'd like to try and figure out its name by just like saying random names like, um, Kevin. <laughs> uh, Savinus. No, that's me. Uh huh. <laughs> And, it's not and a see Kevin how it so replies to each Kevin. name given. For sure. Mm. Vincent. Let's see. You say Vincent, and it just ah, ah, and just kind of gives a little like <laughs> slight nod to you. Ah, Vincent, wonderful, a strong name. Ah. And then you now just also approach. <laughs> Oh, my friend's name, I can safely make my way inside. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and it's going to be a little bit of a tough squeeze for you to get through this door. They've got some pretty tall elves and everything here, but nobody is six foot eight. <laughs> so you do have to kind of bend over whenever you come in through the front door. And just from the first step of your foot hitting the marble, it's an echo of a hoof around the room. Oh, yeah. And there's no, <laughs> there's no subtlety. Say that, say, the moment you open loud, the door, it's just, yep, just clop, clop, clop. <laughs> and Tanto, you immediately know that's Savinus. <laughs> yeah. Tanto probably doesn't even look at Savinus because, like, he's expecting him. Sure. He's just inspecting the lands and. Ah, yes, my friend here seems to be. There's a bird? <laughs> I, I, uh, oh yes uh, excuse me sir the tiefling woman that sort of greets everybody as they come in sort of approaches Savinus and just awkwardly you can see she's very nervous she points to the bird and she says 
do you is that do you, uh, do you know whose bird that is oh yes that would be my bird that's vincent you say that's my bird and the vulture goes ah, and just shakes its head oh never mind he's his own man uh, okay um I don't know if his owner is going to be happy about this. Um, I just don't want any trouble in my store. You know, that the, that fire clan are quite, quite audacious, you know. Oh yes, they're nasty bastards. Who does this belong to then? Um, I don't know his name, but I just know that he lives across the way and she's gonna kind of like open up a little like window that you can open up and out. And she points across this muddy path. And in the distance you can see Ferris and if well, just Ferris, I suppose. Just kind of like being like, mm -hmm. where the fuck did they go? Just like looking around. <laughs> He's like, he just, he like, he, he probably saw like Tanto start to just wander yeah. and then lost sight as I started talking over here. Yeah. And then he just sees, yeah, the the trail <laughs> left from Savinus yeah. after yeah. talking to a bird. Like, yep. Yeah. Uh, well, they're going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she just kind of looks back slowly at you and she says, meander. I don't, I, I, I don't think that you should have the bird in here, sir. We, we oh. talk a lot of things on the hush-hush here, and I don't want that bird to overhear anything, you know. I see. Santo well. just mentally, um, mentally communicates to Savinus, let the bird go. If he's your friend, he will come back. Well, Vincent, I suppose it would be better for you to wait outside anyhow. The moment you say that, it just rushes out the open door and just flies off into the distance. And this is something Pharisees. Ferris, do you see this vulture just, like, fly around again, that awkward where it, like, stares at you as it flies by, and then it just guns straight ahead and ducks into a window of this house over here? Oh, boy. Uh, that... Oh, mm. Such a shame, he would have made a wonderful scout. If he is your friend, I think he, he is. I think he's making a wonderful scout right now. Okay, uh, we'll come back to that here in a second, Ferris. Uh, Savinus, you are now in here as well. What would you like to do? Trot on up to the counter, and uh, I heard, I heard there was a... I heard there was a lance that you were selling in here. I, I, and you look at him and he's actively holding the lance, like, to display it still. He's like, oh, yes, this, yes, this was my father's lance. He, he, he defeated a red dragon with it. Oh, an honorable fellow then. Of course, of course. This weapon is made of dragon head, scale, wow, wings, and there's even a little bit of draconic lettering on here, but I can't read it, so I don't know what it says. Neither can I, but I'm sure we could find a translator somewhere. Well, so, are you looking to buy it? Well, I believe so, yes. What were you looking for for it? Oh, yes. Give Sean a moment to look at your money. Oh, you'll be all right. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> you see, this is a family heirloom. And she kind of, he kind of pulls it closer and he says, but heirlooms can be sold for 30 gold. Just like sets it down on the table in front of you. Now, remember. I will be sure to do your father proud with it. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So, is that a deal? Oh, it's a deal if I've ever heard one. Great. And he's like. And I start digging yeah. in my coin purse. Yeah. 
So it is the Slumbering Dragon's Wraith Lance. Um, let me do a quick look here. Uh, when it steeps in a dragon's horde, it absorbs the energy of the dragon's breath weapon and deals damage of that type with its special properties. Um, Probably fire. Yeah, so it's going to be fire. If you thought it was from a, yeah. a red dragon. Yeah. Yeah, and she just kind of takes your, was it 30 gold I said just now? That's right. <laughs> takes your 30 gold, lines it into the briefcase that she was kind of losing all the money to Tanto from, and she's like, all right, well, here you are. I do my father proud. And just passes you Plus the five for the day. Yeah. And Let's then go. she turns back to Tanto and says, all right, well, I've just recently come into a new lump sum of money, <laughs> so we are back in business. Mm, indeed. Probably not quite enough, this so what else business. would you have to offer? This is not a good business plan, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give me just Probably not enough. So yeah. let's uh let's 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 see if you add. If we can add some more. Oh, oh I see. I I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was letting you down so much. Goodness. What are you, my mother? <laughs> and then the other tiefling says, What'd you just say? He's just nothing, mother. Sorry, mother. And then he just kind of goes back and grabs a couple more items. Um, one of them is just a sort of a basic magic item. It's just a common glamour weave, which is a cloth imbued with harmless mm. illusionary magic. While you wear this version, while you wear a version of these clothes, you can use a bonus action to make a moving illusionary pattern on the clothes. Uh, so that's that's one of our cheaper options and just kind of sets it in front of you we've got this right here and she holds up a coin of delving which is a little copper coin that shines light in a little radius and if it's dropped it makes a ringing sound when it hits the surface it, uh, doesn't it tell you something about the uh... oh yes thank you the coin is very interesting yeah the coin issues a melodic ringing sound when it hits a surface any creature that can hear yeah. the chime can determine the distance the coin dropped based on the tone how much for the coin? Oh, that bout would only be one gold, my friend. Hmm. Did you just? That feels say... bad now. Did you just say hmm? Yeah. It's like, how are you in business? Oh my! Well, as I've as I mentioned, my father defeated a red dragon. And we took its entire horde and opened this business. Oh, what you see here is the family see. legacy. She shows you like a hundred gold in a briefcase. It went from like thousands of gold down to what's in this briefcase. So we've been doing I great see. for years. Hmm. Okay. Very well. Uh, okay, point of building added. <laughs> so One fucking sad that this family has been coasting off this dad beating a dragon and they're just broke yep. as fuck now because they cannot run a business uh do you have anything in the magical um department uh spell scrolls uh, books oh. perhaps oh you're looking for spell scrolls are you yes well, yes yes you're you're in a bit of luck give me just a moment to find one and she's going to kind of dig around in her... She kind of opens up a heavy wooden box that you didn't previously know was down by her feet. His feet. Goddamn, Craig. Down by his feet. Um, <laughs> their feet. Bazinga. Um, and then after they open the crate down by their feet, she does pull out... They do pull out a couple <laughs> spell scrolls. So let me get them all ready here. 
Now, she's going to, all of these are going to be uh, level three, just so you know. They're going to be level three. Um, the mm -hmm. first one, as you can see in the insignia etched onto the outside, like a little ring that holds it all tightly sealed together, it is a spell scroll of Awaken, which is, I think, <laughs> pretty much wakes you up. Uh, let me do a quick scan. A quick it, scan. Oh. it can animate a non-inanimate object oh. and give it yep. sentience. The awakened it's beast or beast plant is charmed by you for plants. 30 days or until you and your companions do anything harmful to it. Wow. It's a, I think that's a fifth level spell. Uh, it's an level interesting spell. little... Oh, that's a fifth one. My bad. Alright, etch it. Uh, scratch that. You've got the aura of vitality is the first scroll that she lays on the table in oh. front of you. That is the one that gives you a healing radius in a 30 foot radius mm -hmm. it looks like. So that could be useful. Let me pull up another one. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, all of those that just got rolled were fifth, not third. I'm like, okay, let me uh, redo that real fast. All right, so she shows you the aura of vitality, and then she is going to show you another scroll as well. And this one is pulse wave. So if you know what that is, I don't have to tell you, but if you do, uh, you would create an intense pressure, unleashing it in a 30-foot cone. You decide whether the pressure pulls or pushes creatures and objects, and anything in there must make a con-saving throw. The creature takes 66 force damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful. And then they, it looks I mean, like yeah. they're either pulled or pushed towards you by 15 feet, depending on whatever you choose. And then it looks like anything unsecured in that is just going to be a fucking disaster as well. So It's going to be a cannon. Yeah. It just turns into a fucking shrapnel cannon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. And then the final spell scroll that she sets on the table, she says, now this, this is one that's close to my heart. I, I actually used to have a lot more of these, but now, now I don't. And it is a spell scroll level three, <laughs> speak with dead. So obviously you can pretty much put together what that one would do. Oh. <laughs> I miss you, dad. He says as he pats the scroll. So, any of these catch your eye? Fabulous. Um, I've not much use for them. Spencer's over there licking uh, his lips, wishing he had all the scrolls. <laughs> I can't use them at all. Sure. I have. Oh, oh, I, I, I see. Well, do you have maybe any any friends, any any other you know family? You know, this is a great gift. Just trying to push them on you. <laughs> well, uh, how much would they go for? Oh goodness gracious! Yeah, you know, y'all just you know you centaurs. He just starts getting offended. Just stands up. He from just his bought. Chair. He just spent thirty gold. You, you sent us. You, you think you can come in here and just ask what things are worth? Oh, uh, yes. I have to tell you. So, give me a moment. <laughs> she just like, like reaches <laughs> down for like a price sheet in the table, um, and then they just come back up. This could be way under or way over for, for what a normal spell scroll would cost. Uh, she is going to ask you for fifty silver for which of whichever of the scrolls you want to buy. Is is that a good price? I, uh, mentally communicate to Tonto. I mean... <laughs> would Tonto know? I don't I know. Mean, if he would would know. That's a very good know. question as a non-spellcaster. Yeah. I'll switch mental communications and now <laughs> communicate with Aloe. <laughs> there <so>. you go! 
Um, is 50 silver a, go- a good price for spell scrolls? I would like to say yes. Yes. Is, 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 is extremely. That, that, yeah, that is extremely, extremely high. Okay. Uh, I'm going to buy down under there. 30. Oh, you, barter you... down under 30. Did you? Are, are you okay. talking to him again or no? No, I'm in communication and still. As, as you're doing this, you're just kind of awkwardly like sitting there, staring, staring at the team <laughs> as you're talking to Alo. Tanto's the natural at this point. He can make it. He he doesn't gives no indication that he's talking to somebody. But you are not I quite am concentrating there. Really <laughs> yes. hard. Really yeah. focused. Like your brow is down tight. Your eyes are like. You're thinking. <laughs> I look like I'm about to straight shit on the floor. <laughs> it won't leave a mark. <laughs> oh, God. And after I receive my answer, I go, hmm. And what say you about the price of 40? No, uh, 40, I, I... And he kind of looks over towards his mother, and she just gives a quick nod. And she's like, I, I think we could do that. How many Wonderful. would you like to buy? Yes. I'm, I'm counting my gold. <laughs> three. Oh, all, all three of them. Oh, okay. Here you go. Indeed. And you now have a spell scroll of aura of vitality, a spell scroll of pulse wave, and a spell scroll with speak with dead. Too bad we can't use pulse wave. Can't <laughs> what? Awesome. Oh, pulse we can't wave. use pulse yeah. wave. Yeah. yeah. It's wizard only. Oh. Well, I make a make, it I was make wonderful exception. doing business with you. Oh, yes, and with you as well. Now be careful out there. Thank you. And <laughs> three point turn. And you make your way back outside. And also, um, at this point, Tanto, now that you've been in here for a few minutes, now you're realizing there's a lot of family photos on the walls. And there's, like, a very clear <laughs> oh distinction boy. of, like, everybody not being wealthy. Everybody looks poor in the early photos. And then there's suddenly a f- picture where they're all, like, laying in a pile of gold. And then every photo after that is less and less gold in all of their pictures until it's finally these three alone in a picture. Hmm. Well, your friend. I would be sad. <laughs> he would. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I I know I know. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. I know, know. what it's like. Yeah. Um, and then, Panther, just are there any potions, perhaps, that might be for sale? Oh, well, well, yes, there is. She's going to pull out a large potion. It's not a small handheld, like she's holding two hands around the brim, and she lifts it up and sets it down on the table, and she says, Now, I, I'm pretty much giving you all the secrets of my father with this, but this is the potion my father drank to defeat the dragon. It is a potion of hill giant strength, which would make your strength increase to 21 for an hour. Mm, Visually, yeah. it's a transparent liquid with a sliver of fingernail from a hill giant. Yeah. That is quite intriguing and would definitely prove useful. Well, How much? Well, that's a great question. 
I would be willing to sell it to you for... Hmm, would you be fine with 200 silver? 200 silver. Mm-hmm. Like two gold. You know what? You've yeah. been a good friend to me. What? 205. You... You mean it. Yes. You've been a good friend? Yes. We have bonded. Tanto, I need to warn you. The Fire Clan. They're in the middle of the city. I... I can't let one of my friends be in danger. I, I need to tell you, that vulture that was on your friend's back, that is a fire clan vulture. You need to run, quick. And then just like sits back into his chair. Um, so essentially I, I give 200 silver. I pull from the pouch. Um, basically I'll just remove any non-silver. That's practically all my silver. Sure. Um, so uh, I'll just... Uh, give 205 silver. Okay. Um, and then as I reach, I clasp the, the, the like a forearm clasp, yeah. like a forearm handshake. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, brother. Just gives you a weird, I, awkward nod. <laughs> and you I will are, not forget this. And you are clear to go, unless there's anything else you want to look around in here. Nah. Wow, that is a lot of detail for one for one little tiefling family. <laughs> All of that was improv. All right, well, let's give some time to Ferris and Aloe. So, what would you both like to do? Obviously, you're kind of following along after Savinus and Tanto, and at this point, they're kind of coming out of this this shop. At this point, uh, what are you guys doing? What have you been doing while they've been in there? So he he's just been like. Uh... No, knowing how close they are to potential danger, he's just been like trying to keep like a relatively, you know, like relaxed pace so that they're not, they don't look, uh, look more suspicious than strangers <laughs> would sure. already in this town. Yeah. Um, and, uh, okay, you know, occasionally he's obviously keeping an eye out for red cloaks sure uh, yeah just... give me a perception as you say that uh, okay let me know what you get uh is a non-natural 20. a non-natural 20 as you're kind of being very cautious looking around just to scout for any sort of fire clan people you do notice a bugbear come walking up from the woods and he is in fire clan attire he's got fire clan armor on and bugbears i believe are kind of like the step down from hobgoblins so they're kind of more more brute muscly sort of guys and this is just this one's mm -hmm. just out patrolling so he's got a lance up over his shoulder that he's walking around he's not paying any attention to you he just comes up from the woods and as he walks past this gaggle of drunken dwarves that are all just like <laughs> sitting in a mud puddle passing around ale with each other they got this murky mute tavern ale it's super cheap they're all just getting slammed uh and this bugbear just walks by and just kind of Roar. just roars at them and tells them all to kind of scatter and you see all of these little drunken dwarves kind of fall down in the mud but they all just kind of split and take off as this bugbear just doesn't pay attention to you just kind of glances across the lake here and then just walks off this direction well there's definitely a presence uh, I would say he'll, he'll probably you know communicate that back to um, Aloe sure uh there's definitely a presence around. Love to see if we can find 
some place to hold up, and then, uh, I would say whatever little disguising trick you did before would probably work well. Ah, okay. Spencer is a mile away from his microphone. No, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, my bad, my bad. Okay. I was leaning on the arm of my chair. Oh, I gotcha. All right, are you trying to disguise, or what are you thinking, Spencer? Uh, yeah, I'll use the the my my disguise spell. Yeah, while sure. inside of the cart, and you transform into the red version of yourself again. I imagine. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Yep, and then I cast it. Spell slot gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. Yep. And go ahead. Probably as as Tanto walks out, mentally communicates that you know. My informant inside have has told me that there are fire clans um, stationed about. Unfortunately, the vulture is also a fire clan member. As I look, um, <laughs> I was say, was that like, I need to everybody? <laughs> yeah, it was to everybody. And yeah. then I guess Tanta will just put like an arm on the. I don't know if I could reach the shoulder, so probably just the back <laughs> portion of the horse. Sure, yeah. I'm sorry. Vincent. <laughs> uh, and he, he will, uh, Ferris will go back and say, I saw it fly over, uh, and he won't, like, point, but he'll, like, nod his head across the street. Sure, yeah. Uh, over the building house. that it yeah. over into. It ended ended up going over there, and I haven't seen it come out again. You well, think it's uh? You just recently started using that little weasel as an extra set of eyes. Do you think it's something like that, Allo? Oh, most definitely. Smart cookies, smart cookies. Uh, could the weasel go underwater? <laughs> Can we uh, still go underwater, Spencer? I mean, they can I mean, probably swim. Uh, yeah, I don't know if a familiar <laughs> it say it can't swim. Oh yeah, I don't think it breathes, but yeah. I'm thinking suspicion something might be in the waters, and then uh, Tanta will nod towards the big ass lake over here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And as you point towards the lake, and you kind of... I won't point towards oh, it, I'm sure. not. Kind of trying to be inconspicuous. It. Sure. You notice, now that you've paid a bit more attention to this water here in the center, you're noticing that there seems to be some sort of fumes that are rising up as these puddles get to a large enough size. And these fumes are like a dark green... Like, they, you can catch a whiff of it in the air, and you could just know it is not good. Whatever's coming up from the ground underneath these puddles is not a good thing. Mm. Out of character, just to be clear, that's poison gas. So just, yeah, let's say yeah. something <laughs> toxic. Yeah. Is, and yeah. is it just from this lake, or is it from... If you want to give me a uh, perception, we can see if you spot any other, any sure. other spots it's coming from. That is, that is a seven. Seven, you are not able to notice any other spots, Ferris personally, but you do definitely Mm -hmm. see this gas on the water here. And I'll I'll be nice and I'll let you know, you understand that that's poison gas. Like it doesn't matter too much to you, but that's poison gas. 
doesn't look good. <laughs> Spencer, uh. inside the carriage as well, uh, this entire time, Lurdvin has been trying to buddy-buddy up with you. He's like, oh, is that, is that, is that a, is that a rune you've got on you there? Is that an opal? Can I see that? That's nice. Uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. It's, it's, by the way, it's just the rune. The opal got destroyed when I transferred oh, that's it. That's right. So you're like showing him the rune on your cannon. It's like, oh, it's, oh, that's nice. That's real nice. I like that. You know, I, I could make you something like that someday if you want. You can make another? Oh, yeah. I could, I could do all. You get me to that forge in the city. I could make you one today. Hmm. I like the idea of that. Can you show me how? Oh, oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. You know, once, once my wife's free, of course. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Of course. So, speaking of which, uh, when are you, when are you gonna yes. free my wife? I'm gonna stick my head out of there and be like, are we at an inn yet? <laughs> <laughs> if you're at a market, you can see the sign above <laughs> the door here that says, like, ye old family market. Okay, uh, can I take a look around and see if I can see an inn or anything? <laughs> yeah, give me a perception, spanky. Perception. What the fuck? Five. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, also, Spencer, I'm going to need you to give me another perception roll. Because I've just now remembered that with the heavy thunderstorm going on right now, you have disadvantage Six. on perception checks using your sight. So. Uh, oh, right. so, the, so if the five wasn't wasn't bad enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it could be exactly. worse. Yeah. But it is an eight. It is a five. Yeah, it is a five. Yeah, Spencer, you look around and you try to see some sort of in but with how heavy the rain is and the lightning and all the thunder, it's just very difficult to make out. Like, you see buildings on the far side, but you, you can't see what they actually are. Uh, so hmm. With that, Ferris would kind of lean back in towards the carriage a little bit and kind of look back towards uh, Lurdvin and uh, uh, do you know of any place we could stow this cart for a bit in tavern stable? Oh, uh, yes, yeah, of course, right, right over there. And he just points his finger, and it is just this building here is the inn. So, <laughs> yeah, you just, you guys just couldn't see it for the moment. He's like, oh, yes, it's, it's that one there, and it just points across the lake. All right. Shall we head and park this, and then gout out? Good, we can find. Yeah. All right. Sounds yes, good. just one moment. I'm gonna huh. trot over here. <laughs> it's funny. I literally just and... remembered that I had that sitting there. <laughs> and yep. is he visible above the surface of a the water? Bit. Yeah, he's a little bit visible. It's like his shoulders up. You can see him in the water there. And as you approach, its eyes like slowly flicker on, not like they clicked on the first time. And it says, I am Informatron. How like, ooh, can don't be in the water. I help you? Well, um, would you like out of your predicament? I would. I'll uh, settle down, <laughs> like like you know how a horse lays down. Yes. How they put their yeah. like down the under them. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, reach down and grip him by the sides of his head and try and yank him out of the water. Give me a strength. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh boy. Where's my strength? Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Oh boy. Oh boy. 
Oh, you try and pull him out of the water, but he is just so, so soaked at this point that you're like grabbing his shoulders. And when you lift, you literally lift his shoulders up from the rest of his body. So you've got like his shoulders and his head, kind of like oh, the drawing no. there. Like the drawing has that gold edge around the top of its torso. You're holding onto that and you can like look inside and there's like wires that are attached up into its head. And you're just like, I decapitated him. I, I, I am an infotron, infotron, he just powers off. Set it back. <laughs> He's just drop, dead now. I drop the head into the water and shove over the rest of the body. There's no evidence. <laughs> that was so sad. That's such a good attempt. Oh, four and four Matron. Okay. And I it wanted is, to help. Is I mean, gone. I mean, yeah, if it's been raining for a while, that thing would be super uh, water rotten. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, but like. Yeah, your any chance of getting it out of there would probably be like soup on the bottom half of it. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys ready? Just going over to the inn now, or is there something you like to do between there? Uh, on the way over, Aloe is going to ask uh, Lurdevin, mm -hmm. um, "How long has this rain been here?" Oh, I, I, I don't know. As I just move things here, he's like, "I don't, I don't know. Um, I know I've been here for a couple weeks." Um, and I, I guess it probably started around when they opened up that portal. Ah. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of a dampen, considering all of us work in fire, so, it's, you know, it kind of sucks. Or it's a way to subjugate the whole, you. The whole time you've been here, it's been raining. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's been for about two weeks now. Yes, that's right. And you, you see, like, you see two guards that are kind of posted up. They're not paying too much attention. They're actually, all of their attention is focused away from you. But you can see that they mm. are just defeated. Like, these guys have been getting rained on for weeks. Like, they've got their ponchos and they've got, like, their rain gear on. But their shoulders are just slumped. So they got their heads hanging down. They're, like, leaning against their spears for support and all this mud they're standing in. Yeah, you can see this place is definitely being impacted by all this rain. And as you approach the inn, once again, there is another one of these friendly little informatrons that's just idle by the by the entrance of the place. This one's not, not in a puddle, for the record. It's just standing. Good. <laughs> and as you guys get right near the entrance of the inn again, there are going to be two citizens that are going to approach Tanto. These guys have not seen somebody like you before. The first one, the human citizen, is going to move up to you and just say, uh, Hey there! You! Rockman! Me? Uh, yeah, yeah, you! Yes? My friend's got a bet. He doesn't think you're able to stand in water, or you'll turn to mud. Is that true? Yes, that is true. Oh my god. He turns back towards the dwarf, and the dwarf is like, You gotta get out of the rain, man! You gotta get out of the rain! <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't actually mean to offend you. You know, I, I was just trying to make a joke. You know, you know, you being a dirt guy, you being a rock boy, you know, I'm sorry. It's too late. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alex, we are fucked. We need to leave. <laughs> they just both move back over. And they both just kind of retreat away from you guys with that. 
All right. Who's is doing that? True. Who's... Oh. I don't know. I haven't tried. <laughs> well, stay away from the ponds then. The ponds? Yes, yes. I will try. All right. And then people be going in. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'll take a bit of a detour as they go in. Yeah, you bet. We'll talk Alice to some guards. Going in, yeah, for sure. All right. Whoever going on in. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So you three, I believe, Tanto's going in too, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So you guys walk into the inn. On the outside, it looks pretty much like any other building in the city. We'll say that it's green tiles or... Uh, a couple shades lighter than the other building, so it does stand out. Some of the stones are a bit more um, reworked, so they're a bit brighter on the eyes. So it's, you know, it's a nicer building compared to some of the others nearby. And so you walk in really not too much on guard. However, that quickly changes as you all uh, enter the room and find yourself staring at a guy in a red cloak who's just idly sitting at this counter with like a stack of books next to him. And whenever you walk in, there's like a little Ding, over the door and he just looks over and he just says oh uh, uh, hello there just like stands up at the table <laughs> uh, 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 come, come in come in get out of that rain yes 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 you're the uh, red the turtle way, correct when we came in i summoned the the weasel to stay with uh lurvin and the, and the thing. oh yeah and i don't know do you feel the things the weasel feels or is that not a part of that um I don't if feel it unless I am inside it, yeah. of like, okay. looking through its eyes. Okay, Lurvin's just stroking the hell out of this weasel, so I just needed to check. <laughs> Anxiety, you know. Okay, yeah. and then what are you thinking, Allo? Just just walking in, and I'll walk up. And are are you the the proprietor? Is that the person in charge no, of men? That's right. Hey, call me what <laughs> you prefer. I, I'm the ah, innkeeper. Yeah. Ah, do you also have cart storage or oh uh, yes cart yes we do we very very recently made room on the right side of this building for carts <laughs> ah yes we've got a nice okay. stable right next door <laughs> literally built out that moment <laughs> god damn <laughs> just, just hear construction noises coming in the background with you, you see we've got an amish workforce <laughs> that comes in and takes care of things once a week <laughs> ah, not canon sweet <laughs> um, is it possible to just rent out stable space or do we have to rent a room as well oh well that depends if you need a room you can get a discount there's a there's a small it's a it's a 10 percent discount if you book a room and the and the wagon storage uh, but it will just you know you could just do the wagon if you prefer i'm gonna just alice gonna turn around and ask ferris and tanto do we want a room here, or just the stable? There, there's like the... There's that, like, small hint of, like, a pointed... Of what was going to be a very pointed statement. And then he, like, kind of backed off a little bit and said, Uh... We might want a room. Uh... Would we be able to put down the payment for stables now and then if we decide to stay get that discount later oh yeah sure absolutely i could do that for you here's us here ah. to rent out the stable well, let me ask you how long do you need the stable um two days 
Ah, two days. Perfect, perfect. You you might get a multi-day discount on staying here for that. All right, let me note, note that here. <laughs> Just writes down on a piece of paper. He says, all right, uh, looks like that would come out to about... Looks like 27 gold for the two-day stay. With your wagon, that is. That's with the room or not with the room? No, that's, no, that, that's just the stable. Sorry. Just the stable? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Uh, mentally in my head, I'm going to connect with both of them and be like, I only have 13 gold on me. <laughs> the fucking noble <laughs> has no money on him. <laughs> I was going to say, I have we gotten much money? No, because uh, our first our quest failed technically. Yeah, <laughs> you guys never you guys never got fugitives. your money. Yeah, but I mean the sad part is you guys have that fucking platinum cube. So it's like yeah, you're but walking we're not gonna be able to sell it exactly, here. Exactly, it's like it's like God, how do we have no cash? It's like I have a card that I can't use here. <laughs> I have two hundred thousand dollars on this card, and they're like, "That's great, we don't take cards." <laughs> uh, well, Tanto just got like fifty-two yeah. gold, so yeah, he got some. This one's on him. cards, but it has to be the whole card. Yeah, Savin is paid for the last night's stay, so yeah, I, 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 I will front this expense then. Oh, great, great! Thank you, thank you. And he's just gonna take the gold away from you, and then he's just going to pass you guys a very heavy key that goes to the stable next door for you guys to. Says, now be careful, that's the only copy. If you break that key, you're not getting your wagon back. So just just, just take good care of it. Drop it in your shell or keep it somewhere close. Now, by the way, may I just say, I love your scales. Is that is that maroon red? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. right. You know, do you, uh, you voice, I, are you, let me ask, have you heard of the fire plan before? Uh, only in uh, passing. They're kind of the talk of the town at the moment, or country, countryside. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I've heard the word spreading about what we're doing. Well, I feel like I feel like you would be a good candidate. And he points his fingers at Aloe here, uh, only because you're red. That's literally yep, why he's thinking that, it. Cause, uh, only because I'm red. You, if you're interested, I've actually got one of the one of the head one of the head zealots here. If you're interested to meet him. I'm sure he'd love to show you around, you know, tell you what they're about. Uh, maybe on the last day, we're kind of just stopping through. Oh, sure, sure. Well, if you decide to change your mind, just let me know and I'll go get Craven, all right? Ah, thank you. The, yes, of he's course. He's just going to kind of start stepping back. Yeah. Heading out towards the... Sure. The wagon. <laughs> what is Savinus doing outside? I know you said you wanted to do a detour before you went in. I'm uh I'm heading over to the guards. I want to have a talk. Okay. okay. Have, a, have a bit of a discussion. Okay. How would you like to approach? So I'll uh I'll just trot up in between them and then detour off toward this guy here. Sure. And do I have any rations or anything? I wonder. Uh, you could have some if you don't have any in your actual inventory. That's okay. something you guys would definitely be able to stock up on. Oh. I'll hand a ration to him yeah. and head over and one to him. Okay. And I'll go, Whew, you boys look quite exhausted standing out here in this rain. Aye, we are, says the one on the right here. He says, hey, all day we are told to stand here and not let anybody in. 
And then we just have to sit here and watch them do all of that over there. And he just points his fingers over beyond out this way. It's not right. No, it certainly doesn't seem fair. Uh, Do you know why it's been raining so heavily? Delicious, by the way. As he's eating his ration that you gave him. His, oh, no, but of course, the I can other appreciate a good to... man on guard duty. <laughs> the other one's going to just chime in and be like, Yeah, we know why it's raining. It's because that damn fire clan has been messing around in the castle nearby. Ever since right? they showed up and started messing with all the stones over there, it's just been raining day in and day out. And, um... We ain't even so allowed they're, they're to patrol that side train. of the city anymore. They don't even let us in. Hmm. This is in your city, they're yeah. making all these rules. I know, I know, I don't like it. And he's like eating some of the rations you gave him as well. They're both very malnourished, as you can probably figure out. If you liked that episode, you'll love the next one. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to the entire Chronicles of the Omen catalog.